You're listening to episode 26 of the Journey to Launch podcast, all about the wealth formula and the secret sauce to make the formula work for you. Welcome to the Journey to Launch podcast with your host, Jamila Souffrant. As a money expert who walks her talk, she helps brave journeyers like you get out of debt, save, invest, and build real wealth. Join her on the journey to launch to financial freedom in, in five, four, three, two, one. Happy New Year, Journey Years. I cannot believe it is 2018. Thank you if you're a returning listener. Thank you for coming back and listening. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. Hi, thanks for joining me. Just quickly, this episode is brought to you by my free masterclass that I'm holding this Thursday, January 4th at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. The masterclass is about how to have your best financial year. And if you have not signed up yet, do not worry. There is still time. You can go to journeytolaunch.com slash webinar to sign up completely free. It's a masterclass talking about how you can make this year your best financial year yet. I have a few hundred people who have already signed up. So if you're looking to get into the fun and the action, don't miss it. Sign up. Also, at the end of the class, I will be talking about my Q1 mastermind. So open enrollment will occur right after the class. And I'll talk a little bit more about it at the end of this episode. So if it's something you're interested in, you should definitely stay on, listen to the end and join the masterclass because obviously I'm going to be giving out tons and tons of great information. And then at the end, if you're ready to take what you've learned and what you want to do this year to the next level, you need to join this mastermind. So I'll talk about that more a bit later. If you want the episode show notes for this particular episode, you can go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 26. So in this episode, I it's going to be another solo episode. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about the wealth formula and just a bunch of things that I have, I have not actually mentioned about the wealth formula, but it's super, super important. So for me, it's an evolving wealth formula. You know, I've often said on this podcast that the wealth formula, I simply put it as it's income minus expenses equals the gap. And I say that, you know, your job or your goal is to increase your income as much as possible, decrease your expenses as much as possible. And then with that difference, the gap, that that gap is what you use to get you to reach your goals and everything that you want. But there's so much missing from that formula that, you know, I've, I've, I've mentioned here and there in different episodes and, you know, it's out there. You probably know that there are, you know, it's not as simple as just increasing your income and decreasing your expenses, right? Because if that was the case, you do it. Like there's so many other things that um, need to occur for that formula to work right for you. And a lot of that stuff, I mean, I mean, simply put, when you're saying a formula, you want it to be just, you want it to be easy to understand. So I believe that's why one, I've always defaulted to that easy formula of income minus expenses equal the gap, but there's so much more. So that's what I wanted to talk about because the intangible things that, that are not expressly said in that formula is really what 
determines if you reach your goals or not. And there's so many intangible things. So there's all these key things that need to happen for the formula to work best. And so there's sub formulas and secret ingredients and ways that people are optimizing the formula, the wealthy, the successful, the people who who are reaching those goals that you possibly want to reach or the things that you don't understand, um, they're, they're, they're doing these things that are not expressly mentioned in this formula, and that's what I want to talk about it. I mean, because look, it's 2018, right? We all have that glimmer in our eye. It's the new year. We're filled with so many hopes and possibilities of what we want to accomplish. You know how that is. I mean, it's like our chance to start again. It's our chance to do what we couldn't do last year, to improve upon what we did last year. And we all just, you know, we want to see our dreams come to fruition. So, and deep down, you know, you know that you want more out of life. You know you can do more. You know that you can achieve more. And so again, every start of every year, we all have the best intentions to do that. So whether it's for our health or fitness or career or finances, we all want to be the best versions of ourselves. And the driving force, I believe, behind our happiness as humans is our ability to have options, to be in charge of our time, um, and to be in positive and uplifting environments that support us, and ultimately money is how you accomplish that. So I believe that's why money is always on top of everyone's list. So it's always going to be a financial goal that if you ask anyone what their resolutions are or what their goals are for the year, it's going to be something involving finances. So it, you know, every year it doesn't fail. You either want to save more, pay off more, invest more, and then the things that money helps you do, travel more, give more, and spend more time with your family. There are all these things that really money is the driver for you to be able to accomplish this. But I just also want to remind you that money is not the end goal. Money is just a tool to help you reach your goals. And so I think that's pretty important to, to, to know the difference. So the technical stuff is important. So yes, it's important to understand what an IRA is. And it's important to try to figure out what's the best account to open for your child and how much you need to retire, and tax efficiencies, and all the technical stuff. That is all super important. That's why I talk about it myself. That's why I bring on experts to talk about it. Because at the end of the day, those are the strategies, those are the steps we need to take to really, really optimize our finances. But it's the non-technical stuff, the sometimes intangible stuff, the stuff that we can't see, that really determines if we'll ever reach our goals. So that's what I wanted to talk about. And so there are a few things that we all need to have in place on top of this wealth formula for it to actually work. There are five things I want to say that on top of the formula, on top of the income minus expenses, you need to also be working on, you need to have activated in you for it to become a success. The first is intrinsic motivation. The second is habits. The third are beliefs. The fourth is consistency. And the fifth is hard work and sacrifice. Now, again, those were in no particular order. I do believe that habits play a huge part in the wealth formula. So I actually did modify the wealth formula to include habits. So now my wealth formula is income minus expenses multiplied by your habits equal the gap. Because I really do believe that 
the more you refine and improve your habits that allow you to to get on track, allow you to reach those goals. Are it, it, it basically hyperdrives, it accelerates your path to increasing your income and decreasing your expenses once you have these great habits in place. And so if you use that as a multiplication factor, as the exponential factor that will help you on your goals, it will take you that much further. So I did include the habits as a part of the new wealth formula. So I'll be using that a bit more often. But there, these all these five things that I mentioned are super, super important. So we're gonna go over them now. Okay, first, let's talk about that intrinsic motivation. It's that deep, deep feeling within you, the deep driving factor on what pushes you to reach your goals. And there are a lot of things that pour into that intrinsic motivation, such as what your why is and what really motivates you and your your emotional state. But really, like once you are able to tie success in your finances that are usually not that, you know, the world can't see usually your successes in your finances. Um, Usually what the world sees and what the world, the material world values are the material things that you can see. So for example, you know, it's very easy to assume someone has reached wealth or they've reached this particular status by the clothing that they wear or the car they drive or maybe the house they live in because it's so apparent. And if you derive your motivation from outside people and outside opinions and how people see you, it's very easy to be then motivated by those outside factors because success you are the walking example of success, not not internally, but because of what you have. And a lot of people fall into this trap. I fell into this trap at one point early on, especially in my 20s. You know, I had, you know, I bought a, you know, a BMW in my 20s, BMW coupe at that with a crazy commute. And um, it just didn't make sense. And I mean, I don't regret that purchase. And it's funny because I actually did buy it. So I, I first I put the money down and I did have a um, loan on it. But in like a year, I paid it off. But even still, even though I owned it outright, you know, the reason why like I wanted it was that validation, the external validation that I felt like I made it like, wow, like I was living in my condo in Dumbo and then I had this nice car to go with it, you know, so I basically upgraded. And it's one of the reasons why I say in my 20s, I was kind of sleepwalking through life and kind of following the status quo, because again, I derived my happiness or my value from the external things, like what people thought of me. Like, because when I got into my car or when I was at a light, if someone saw me in my BMW, that meant they knew that I was successful. And so it's very easy for us to fall into those habits. Um, You know, there are many things I did like that in my 20s. Like, you know, I bought expensive bags and just expensive things that right now today I wouldn't do not only because it just doesn't fit my goals, but because for me, like there's so many other things that matter internally that I know that having those things won't help. And so again, that intrinsic motivation, you, you need to like figure out, okay, what is motivating you and be honest about it. And look, there is nothing wrong with having a nice car. I think I talked about this um, in another episode, with my husband actually, that he he wants a nice car. Like we both have 
economical great cars right now but I know deep down like he just he wants a nice car and I don't fault him for that and I hope one day that we'll be able to buy him a nice car so again there's nothing wrong with wanting those things I think it's the reason why you want them and if they're fitting within your goals and like what you really say you want out of life right what's important to you and so when we go back to like intrinsic motivation you know so having no debt and having, you know, all your, you know, savings funds fully funded. So a fully funded emergency fund and money in the bank and more than enough money in your investment accounts. Like, I mean, I don't know if you could ever have more than enough, but those kind of things people don't necessarily see, right? So therefore it's intrinsic. It's like when you wake up and you know these things, when you are walking maybe, or you're in your hoopty or your regular car, knowing that you can probably buy a better car, but because you have other goals and other things you want, that intrinsic motivation keeps you just, you're you're happy. Like you don't care that maybe materialistically you don't have the things that other people have that seem from the outside to be doing well. I also say like, it's almost like, like a, if say, you know, there's someone who buys a really, really nice house, like there's a neighbor and the, um, you have like a nice house in your neighborhood and the lawn is like manicured perfectly. The outside is like, perfect that the brand new doors brand new windows like from the outside this house looks like gold like you're just like wow like that house is amazing but then when you go into the house like it's a mess it's dirty or there's junk and there's like no furniture because at the end of the day the person or whoever was just concerned about what it looked like on the outside and but when they go inside, when they go in that house, when they only have to deal with their thoughts themselves and their environment, it's a totally different situation. So the intrinsic motivation, I see that way where it's we have these things, we have these outside things that will motivate us. And I think it's, you know, I don't think it's like it'd be quite honest to say that like no one is ever motivated by outside things and validation, right? Um, but I think it's important to one, know that. So, you know, you're making decisions based on that you want to make them, not because society is telling you to make them, but to understand that once you have that intrinsic motivation, like that internal drive, like it doesn't matter that no one knows that you have no debt and doesn't matter that you are not wearing the latest things or in the latest car, but you know, internally that you are working to pay off your debt, or you know that you're working to reach financial independence, like that's what makes you happy. So that intrinsic motivation is very, very important in the wealth formula, because without it, it's really, really hard um, to stay focused on your goals and doing the things you need to reach financial freedom. The second thing I want to talk about is the habits. So what are the habits that you have that will allow you to reach your income and your expense goals, not only allow you to reach them, but help you magnify them, help you multiply them, help you help you reach those goals even faster. So for example, if a habit you want to improve upon or a habit you want to pick on or a habit that you already have is reading, that's an excellent, excellent choice because reading is actually one of the things that very wealthy people or successful people often do. If you do a survey, I mean, there have been many surveys done of wealthy people and successful people. And the thing that they have in common, usually they have a lot of things in common, but one of the things is that they read a lot. And so let's just say you are adding reading to your 2018 goals. And for me, I know I want to read more. So it's more of, okay, 
now that you can you can add reading as your goal, what does reading help you accomplish? It it helps you understand more things. It helps you learn more. It helps expand your vocabulary. It helps you to be introduced to new ideas, to understand ideas. All these things will help you on your financial journey. So whether you choose to read financial books or just motivating books or biographies, like these are all things like reading is so important to your mind, sharpening your mindset and your skills. And again, doing more reading, improving that habit will help you reach all the other goals will help magnify the goals um, in the wealth formula. Another thing, waking up early. It's another one of the habits that it seems like a lot of wealthy people have is that they are they wake up early, they seize the day very early on, and they make space for themselves before taking on the world. And I think that's very important because, for example, how many of us or how many times when you're not prepared to take on the world because you wake up late or you're not prepared, you're rushing out the house and therefore you're unprepared with lunch from home or breakfast from home, so you end up buying for convenience and time. Versus waking up early allows you to set the tone, set the day and prepare yourself, you know, prepare your lunch, prepare breakfast at home where you'd save money. So there are these habits where it's a domino effect. It helps to create and magnify and push you along further on your journey because when you have them in place, they help with your financial goals. And I'll actually be talking a bit more about this at the webinar slash masterclass that I'm holding on the fourth. So you can hear more about that then. But habits are super important. And that's one of the reasons why I added it in the wealth formula as the multiplying factor, because I really do believe if you can identify the habits that will help move you along closer and further and faster to your goals, like the trajectory of where you are with your finances will change really, really quickly. The next thing is belief. So it's really odd, but I would say that it's not odd. I mean, I get it. I understand because belief in oneself and thinking that you can do something is actually not a given. Everyone does not believe in themselves. And there are many reasons for that. That can be the way we were brought up. It can be, you know, we we all necessarily weren't raised with parents. I mean, I luckily was raised with a mom who told me I can do anything, but a lot of people were not raised like that. Like, you know, you have all these negative feelings and thoughts and just things about like what your life is and what you can do. And it's, you know, you often think things are impossible or you don't see yourself in the shoes of someone successful. Like you look at someone else and say, well, there must be something special about them. And I want to tell you that there's really, we are all equally given gifts and talents. We are all deserving of the life that we want to live. And there are a lot of things that, you know, unfortunately stop us um, that are out of our control. You know, let's face it, there's social economic things that, you know, you can't help where you were born, right? If you were born in a third world country or born to really, really poor, like, you know, in, in really poor circumstances, or if you're of a certain um, social economic class, if you're of a certain race, like it is harder. Like, I'm not saying that it's not harder. What I'm saying is that there are people who, despite those things, make it. And so for me, my biggest thing is that that belief in oneself is super, super important because I can't tell you how many people don't actually believe that they can actually reach financial freedom and independence. They think that having debt 
and having and being burdened with like expenses like they 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 feel in a hole that they can never get out of which at the time may seem like right like i have so much debt i like wow financial independence i need how much i need how much hundreds of thousand dollars to do that like i can't do that like so there are these thoughts these negative emotions and feelings that come into play that literally stop people from even trying to reach their goals and so it's really important to develop a belief in yourself that you can do anything And that's even for me, like in the position that I feel like I'm in currently in my life, me wanting to take Journey to Launch to the next level. I see so many amazing, amazing people um, who are doing what I would love to be doing. And I look at them and I'm applauding them, but I'm also looking at them saying, wow, like there is no difference between them and me. Like I can do that. And so... And I really believe that like there's part of me that feels like there's no like like I don't even care if you're Oprah. okay, like Oprah. okay, (laughs) maybe Oprah's a little bit better than me. But no, seriously, like, you know, technically she's not. (laughs) You know what I mean? But I really do feel like I have the same ability that Oprah has like, you know, but I mean, obviously there are things that work different for Oprah and she really like you know, she really has that special sauce. Like, and but I just think we all have that special sauce. And it's really about a matter of just belief in oneself. And, you know, the term impossible, like if you like cut that up, it, it you can say I'm possible. So nothing is impossible. If there is someone out there doing what you want to do, if there's someone who inspires you, you can do that too. I'm telling you, you can figure out a way to do it too. So just belief in yourself is another like intangible thing in the wealth formula that you need to have in order to succeed. The next thing is consistency. Consistency is super, super important. You know, you can't even with the habits, like it leads into the habits, you can't do something once and then expect that your life will change and your finances will change or whatever it is will change just from one action. It really needs to be consistent. And because of that, You know, a lot of people don't succeed or get further ahead because they try one thing and this can go for anything in your life, not just finances, right? This can go for career. This can go for eating healthy and working out because I mean, think about it, even like working out, right? When you go to the gym and you work out, one workout is not going to change, you know, the way you look. It can help the way you feel. And actually there are small, there are small, I can't say that word molecular. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. There are small molecular changes happening in your body that yes, happen from just one workout, but it's not going to be visible to you if you look in the mirror. And so if you do that workout or even for a week, if you do the workout and you don't see the results you want, then it's easier to say, okay, this is not working. I'm going to quit. But the people who continue, despite what they can see, because they have that belief in themselves. Oh, you like what I just did there? I just went back to the other factor. But the consistency because of the belief that what they're doing will work is key. And so you really just have to keep going. I say this all the time, whether um, it is with your finances or whatever else, you really, the, the biggest thing is just not to stop because I truly believe the difference of the people who make it. So we, you know, there are some people who have all the best intentions, who have the formula down packed, are doing what they need to do, but consistency because they give up or they stop and they don't continue is what holds them back from reaching the goals. So consistency is another, another huge thing that you really just need to be consistent on this journey. And now it doesn't mean 
You're going to do everything right. It doesn't mean you're always going to be making steps forward, right? Consistency can look like 10 steps forward, four steps back, six steps forward, three steps back. Like you're not necessarily always moving forward because there are things that happen out of our control where we might need to divert our attention or we may need to do things differently, but consistency is key. And then the last thing I wanted to talk about is just hard work and plain old sacrifice. Now, this is not to say that like you should be unhappy and toiling away at life and everything is meant to be a struggle. I actually don't believe that life is supposed to be hard. I think life is supposed to feel good. I think, you know, that there will be resistance because anything that you want to do, any changes you want to make in your life, there will be some there will there will there will be some feelings. There will be some uncomfortability, there will be some they're just just angst about that because when you're expanding, when you're expanding to fit bigger and better things, like you're going to need to experience that. Just like working out, like the pain you get from working out, like that is necessary for the transformation you need to make. And so it does take hard work. It does take sacrifice. It does take understanding that delayed gratification is super important on this journey. And so it's not to say you are sacrificing forever not having Starbucks, right? Let's just say you have a Starbucks habit. Let's just say you do like expensive things. I'm not saying never ever buy those things ever again. I'm saying to really look at what you value and what you want to accomplish in life and ask yourself, does this fit into my goals? Is this something I can delay my delay the gratification for? Because the gratification I'll get from not doing this in a few months, in a year, in a, in 10 years will be well worth it. I mean, just think about where you are now. Like if you would have delayed gratification five years ago or 10 years ago or even one month ago, right? Like we're, like right now, your now self would have been happy about that delayed gratification because you would be reaping the benefits of, of, of holding that off of the hard work. And so it's not going to be necessarily, you know, all peaches and cream. There will be moments where you want to give up. It takes hard work. I mean, when I think about like my journey, whether it's my financial journey, my personal journey, or just my business journey with Journey to Launch, it's, it's, it's been hard. Like this is not easy. And I know it's, it's one of those things where we often, like I come on, I, I, I tell you guys like, oh, you know, I, these were the things I were able to accomplish this year. And look, I'm super, super um, just proud of what I was able to accomplish in 2017 and 2016. But those, those things have not been, been without hard work um, and sacrifice. Like there are many things that I'm not doing right, that I need to work on better, you know, that I need to do because quite frankly, like it's impossible to have it all. Like you can't, I'm sorry, like, like you can try, but I don't think it's possible. I mean, I think it's, you can outsource some things and I think some things you'll do better than others. But for me, for example, like, I mean, I used to work out and be healthy. <laughs> like I'm not super unhealthy, but I, like with my first, before I had my children, before Journey to Launch, when it was all about me, uh, I, I like used to work out, even with my first child. Like I was doing CrossFit up until like I gave birth. Like literally, like I did CrossFit up until like the week before like I went into labor. I was doing handstand pushups. I know like craziness when I was like five months pregnant. Like I was like 
really hardcore with working out. And now with my third pregnancy, I have not (laughs) seen a gym. I don't even know what a gym looks like. And I know that's one of the things I need to work on. And unfortunately, like it's one of the things I have to sacrifice. Like I have but so much time in a 24 hour period. Now, sure, like I know I can make it work, but like right now it's not a priority for me, but it will become one. Like once I drop this baby, (laughs) I will be getting back to um, working out and um, eating healthier because it's important to me. So I'm going to make time for it, but I'm in grind mode right now. And it's just honestly just impossible for me for me and maybe it sounds like I'm like kind of throwing in the towel but for me it's just it doesn't make sense with my schedule to find time to to work out the way I want to work out but again it's one of those things where when I'm talking about like like successes like yeah I there are a lot of things I'm doing really well but there are a lot of things I'm not doing well like taking care of my fitness like the way I want getting back to who I really am spending time with my husband like you know I spend so much time you know at work in commute, then with the kids, and then working on Journey to Launch. So even just dedicating more time to him is something like I want to do more of, like I have not been making enough time for. So I feel like, again, it takes hard work, it takes sacrifice. And I'm not saying that, you know, the hard work and sacrifice are things you should just like, you know, do. And then, you know, whoever's not (laughs) on your top three list, like screw them. I'm not saying that but that this journey is not without that. And so there are things you're going to want, whether it's if you're working on a business, whether you're working on your finances, that you will probably have to either cut out or take a break from in order to focus and reach goals. So without a doubt, you know, I am super, super excited to just continue on in 2018 with everything that's been happening for me. Um, You know, it's one of the reasons why I did want to do this podcast as like the first podcast of the year, the first episode to talk about the secret sauces to the secret sauces, the secret, yeah, the secret sauces, right? The secret ingredients to why the formula, like what makes the formula really work because I talk about the formula and I interject it so much, but there's so much more as you like heard And in order for us, me and you listening to have the best year, we need to make sure we are focusing on these these other areas. So we need to make sure we are focusing on that intrinsic motivation, our habits, our beliefs, our consistencies, and then understanding that it will take hard work and sacrifice. But don't sacrifice too much, I would say, you know, just make sure you're still making time for the things that matter. And with that, you know, again, 2017 has been a great year. And I just wanted to say that, you know, I I'm so happy with the progress I've made with Journey to Launch, with what I've been able to do and how I've grown as not just a person. Like there are things I'm doing now that I would have never thought I would have been doing in the beginning of this year. So even this podcast, like, you know, this podcast is fairly, you know, it's fairly new. I launched it in July So, you know, it's not even been a real full six months yet. And when I first started, like I was terrified to talk. And to be honest, I'm still terrified to talk, especially when it's just me talking one on one. But I'm getting better at it. And, you know, I see that, you know, for me, the best thing is I just need to do like I'm one of those people that I learn at the moment. I learn like in the fire, like it won't work for me by just like sitting and like reading or sitting and watching a presentation. I need to be doing like, that's part of my learning like abilities. And so the fact that like I'm doing this podcast, it's almost by the, at the time of this recording, 
it's almost going to be um, downloaded 40,000 times, which is amazing. You know, I was recognized in 2017 as the best new blog and podcast as a, at the Plutus Awards, which was super, super cool. Uh, I got um, this amazing opportunity with News 12 where I'm the weekly recurring financial expert. So for News 12 Brooklyn and Bronx, you can catch me every Wednesday. I would have never thought <laughs> this would have been me at the beginning of last year, me being on TV and talking and being on camera. All these things are new to me. Also, just growing my audience, growing my connection with you guys. And as I always say, I love the messages that I get from you. I love that the, thing, that the, the concepts and the content is connecting because it lets me know I'm going in the right direction. And just, just in general, I mean, 2017 has been an amazing year for me in terms of like growing Journey to Launch. So I'm so excited to see what happens next year. So thank you. Um, and I did actually share, so if you follow me on social media on my Instagram account at Journey to Launch, I did share my why, my family. You know, I'm typically very, I'm typically more um, reserved or just protective of like my family in terms of like showing them on social media. But, you know, I just felt compelled like to show my why because I am so super proud and in love with my husband and my children and I just can't wait to 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 see what 2018 brings and I wanted to share that with you guys so if you want to see it check it out maybe I don't know I don't think I'll delete it but <laughs> before I delete it check it out um and then you know I just wanted to be sure that again my successes what happened for me in 2017 was when I look back at it was because of these secret little things that I just talked about. Um, it, it was because of adding additionally, like the reason why I was able, my husband and I were able to save the 84,000 this year was because of all these little things that again, it's on paper. You don't, you know, you don't necessarily see, right? You just see, okay, I saved in this account and this account, but this is what really helped me to do that. So just finally, I wanted to just say again, if you signed up for the masterclass on how to have your best financial year yet, yay, can't wait to talk to you. If you're listening to this in real time, it's going to be occurring on Thursday, January 4th at 9 p.m. Eastern time. You should have got a free workbook that I created when you signed up. I emailed it out to you. So just have that printed and ready to go. If you're joining, because the best thing is to join live. So please join live and please join early. As I mentioned, I have a few hundred people signed up already and I don't want the system to lock anyone out. So if you really want to be there, if you really want to be a part of this movement, um, just make sure you're signed in. I also wanted to talk about the Q1 Mastermind program that I'm running. I'm super excited about that. The registration will open also on January 4th, 2018, and it will open till January 8th. So it's really open from that Thursday to the Monday. So if you're listening to this in real time and you want to join the mastermind, it's something that you should do if you're really ready to take your finances to the next level. It's essentially a three-month group coaching program where I will be working with journeyers on a group setting level, going through foundational and some, some, some little advanced topics of how it relates to their finances. And so it's a three-month program. We're going to be talking about income, expenses, optimizing cash flow, debt, credit, really understanding your why and what the plan is for you to get to 
for you to reach your goals in this year. And so it's really a chance to work with me in a group setting, one-on-one almost. I mean, it's going to be in a group setting, but you get a lot of one-on-one time with me. And I'm super, super excited about it. I can't wait. And so if you're interested in that, you can go to journeytolaunch.com slash mastermind you know i this group definitely will not be too huge and so it's really going to be on a first come first serve basis so if you're interested you'll be able to sign up at the end of the master class or you can just sign up directly when the registration opens on january 4th by going to journeytolaunch.com slash mastermind also, again, I know I mentioned a lot of links in this episode. You just need to go to journeytolaunch.com slash episode 26 for anything that we talked about. If you are enjoying the podcast, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening to iTunes. If you are not listening to iTunes, totally fine. You can find this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. So just, you know, continue to tell people about it. Continue to screenshot it out. Share on your social media. Get more people. Get more people into this journey on this journey to launch and I will speak with you next week. I'm coming back with the interviews and the special guests. So I'm sure you're going to love it. I have someone really special next week that you're going to love. So we will chat then. Bye.